Hey everybody, it's Chris. I just wanted to welcome you to our second episode of the Dragonlance game. Just to give everybody a heads up, uh, we had a little glitch in one of the audio tracks. So I was not able to do editing like I normally would. I actually had to pull the single audio file off of the uh, Zoom recording that we use for backup. So there's a couple hiccups in here, a couple times where we're talking over each other, and some couple times where it's a little distorted, but I still think there's some good content in here, and I hope you guys enjoy. Hello, and welcome to the RPG Academy presents Dragonlance, Shadow of the Dragon Queen. Uh, my name is Chris Berlue, and I am the GM and host. Uh, tonight, joining me, we have three of our cast. Uh, Dave is not available this evening, so we are going to kind of modify the adventure a little bit to kind of make it work. It's kind of a GM specialty is to be able to take a adventure and just make it work. So uh, joining me, we'll go around the table. Uh, Clay, you've, you're joining us once again, so please say hello to everyone. Hey, it's Clayton. Uh, I'm playing Alara Calvorn, the squire to a Salamian knight, ready to have fun and get it going. Awesome. Well, glad, glad you can make it tonight. Uh, next up, we have RJ. Say hello to everyone. Hello, everyone. It's me, RJ. I am playing Haladrin <laughs> Nemric, the not a thief. Not a thief. He's playing a rogue. I'm playing a rogue, but he's he's not a thief. I promise. Thief. Wink. Promise. Awesome. And last but not least, we have Skip. Say hello to everyone. Hey, I'm Skip. I'll be playing Dutch, our cleric, and hopefully the lone survivor if everything goes to yep. well up. So what goes to the abyss. survivor <laughs> goes to the abyss in oh. dragon lance. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. My well, name's not Sturm. <laughs> not yet. Uh, well, should never be. Anyways. Uh, so when we last left our brave adventurers, uh, you guys were just outside of Vogler, uh, which Vogler is the town that sits on bank of the Vingard River. There's a gate that goes into the town, and then the rest of the town is on a little peninsula, so the river is on the outside. Uh, with you is Arias, the farmhand that was bravely rescued by our party in the last adventure. Also um, possessed. Rescued. Uh, just for a moment. Just for a moment. Not for long. You know, he walks up with you guys and, you know, well, here's Vogler. I have to head back to the farm, so good luck. And Thank you. Keep safe. With that, um, you guys are at the heading towards the gates. What you see as you're coming up the road, you see there is a tall keep. And I say tall, its main tower is about three stories high. Most of the walls that surround the, that tower are fairly ruined. And it seems to be the only protection to the uh, town through the gate. Why do they even have a gate? Look at the walls here. It's great real estate, but I mean, what's going on? Got to start somewhere. Build up from something. I mean, it was, but now it's not. Would you like to stay and maintain it? <laughs> no, no. I don't plan on staying too long, honestly. As you guys get closer, Alaric, you notice that on the keep are the symbols of the Salamnic Knights. Then I would most definitely go and 
check in per se. Okay. As well as try to uh, pawn off those notes and stuff mm-hmm. we have from the guys. Excellent. Do uh, Dutch and Hal go with him? Sure. I'll take a walk through. Why not? I've never seen the inside of one of these places, and this might be my only chance. Perfect. As you guys head towards a little keep, you don't really notice, but uh, Goran slips off and heads in a different direction. And for those that have forgotten, Goran is Dave's character. So he's going to go off and do a little side adventure all by himself, which we've already worked out. So Dave will let us know how that went the next time we play. You go up to the keep. Uh, you see a little plaque there that denotes it as Thornwall Keep. It's an outpost uh, for the Slamdic Knights dedicated to protecting Vogler. And as you get up closer, it looks as though repairs are being slowly done to the keep. Most of the doors have been replaced. Some of the walls have been replaced, but it looks like it's been a very slow process. Let's try to find somebody that we can, or at least I can start a conversation with. Mm-hmm. Yep, there would be some guards that are there. They're probably, and we'll call them pages. They're not quite squires yet, but they're working their way up. So they're paying their dues. Probably young cadets, we'll call it. You go up and there's, you know, one standing there with a, a spear and a, and a small shield, uh, some leather armor. Alaric, Calborn, squire to Elijah Belford, coming to give some stuff I found on the road. Some, some of our people were attacked. Um, very well. Uh, come in, please. And he bows deeply. <laughs> um, he opens up the door, leads you in. As you enter the keep, you can see that the ground floor, it, pretty much all it houses is a small library. And there's a, a collection of local relics, some rusty tools and some old armor, all scattered about the ground floor. Uh, in the middle is that tower. So then there's the three-story tower that's there. He he brings you in and, um, well, everybody else is uh, getting ready for the, f- the festival. It starts later. Um, I can take your report. And uh, when Captain Becklin gets back, I can give it to her. Not that I'm surprised that she's here, but didn't realize she was the one in charge here. Did you say that to him or did you just? Yep. Oh, uh, yep. She's been here for well, a little over a decade. She's been quietly working here. When we were on our way here for the memorial, we were told that our people were being attacked. I guess D, uh, GM, I mean, do I know where they actually knights or squires or do I know that answer? Yes. Let me run back to that page. Yeah, sorry, I don't remember. I know I took their symbols just to show, but I don't remember if we said if they were actually. While you guys are talking, I'm going to just kind of like look around, get a lay of the land, see where the entrances and exits are, see where the poke my head in a couple doors, see what's going on in here. Since everybody's so occupied, I'm just going to give myself the tour. Okay, fair enough. Uh, looks like they were uh, squires. Okay. And it was three, because I believe I had three symbols. Right. So. so it was three squires that were ambushed, and they were digging through their cart, mm-hmm. and they were killed. Uh-huh. And here's their notes. 
research. Okay. I don't know. It sounds like they're researching the lands being attacked. Uh, kind of seeing about some strange attacks. Correct. Uh, we did receive word that they sent some squires out to investigate the reports on the farms. Um, we didn't have the resources here for us to do it ourselves because we are a, a small contingent here. Local militia deals with anything really that well, needs to be done. We're just kind of here. These weren't brigands that attacked. I mean, my people here. Why is there only one of them here? Um, Anyway, we found they were scaly, stood up as tall as me or bigger, and they they weren't people. They weren't elf. They weren't dwarf. I mean, obviously, if they were taller than me. And when they died, they, like, gas came out of them, and one of them literally turned into a puddle of acid. Dutch? Any more to say to that? Uh, the ones that I saw die turn into dust and, you know, like broken rock. So yeah, it was so pretty wild. They don't even, they're not even all the same. That doesn't mean he hasn't done it. Shut up. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I don't know what these are. Do you? Have you heard? Uh, n- no. But I'll look through the reports and, and make sure that Captain Becklin gets them and sends them to the appropriate uh, people on the chain of command. We gave them a burial. Pull out of my bag the symbols that I took from them. Here's their marks, as well as um, I would actually hand them the steel that they had. Okay. Uh, I don't. I mean, I assume we carried the swords, but that's a lot of that's swords that you would be carrying around. Sure yeah. is, isn't it? I don't like this character either. No. <laughs> um, Fair enough. Um, so if you can, just could you tell Backlund to find me or kind of try to fill me in if, if possible, please, unless I see her first. Very well. I will be very diligent. You know, currently she's on a high hill getting ready for in the reenactment of the battle. The high hill. Now, why do they call it that? It's tall. Oh, oh okay. It's not. It's not like. No, no. It's it's a, a hip gathering spot for the young kids. No, no. It's no? A, a hill up the way that uh, during the Kingfisher King Fisher Festival, there will be the, uh, the reenactment of the reenactment of the battle on the high hill. Yeah. Yeah. How come you weren't invited? I have to be here. Somebody has to be here for the gathering. Right. Right. Okay. Gotcha. Excellent. Well, uh, do we have any more business here, Alaric? One of these days you guys will say my name, right? Um, Alaric. 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 Sorry. (laughs) We met yesterday. I don't have much else to say, but I'll look back toward the page. Uh, I apologize. I didn't get your name. Paige Pip. Yes, you are. <laughs> All right. Well, I appreciate it. And again, if you've passed the message along in case I in case you see back one before I do. Thank you. Thank you. Turn around and leave and 
watch Sneaky Pants as he goes. Uh, you first. Are, you, are you talking about me? Sure, I'll go. I'll go first. <laughs> I suppose. When you were walking around, there's really not much of sure. value in here. Uh, most of these old relics are more. I'll, I'll use the term decorative. They'd be more uh, for people to study. Okay. Blanking on the word for when you study ancient things, but that's all right. You get the idea. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You guys are told, you know, please feel free to enter the city. Uh, as soon as you go through the gate, you see that the streets are lined with banners that, you know, talk about the Kingfisher Festival <laughs> and all the activities that are going to be going on. There are some major, I shouldn't say major, the, the main places in Vogler that people know about. Uh, you have the Brass Crab, which is a, a single-story inn near the, near the wharf. Um, that is where the funeral will be held, which is not going to be until tomorrow. There's also the Fishbowl, which is a cramped, pretty well-kept tavern. Uh, it's known for its uh, famous baked fish pies. Uh, most people know about the market. They have a pretty busy market down by the wharf. One of the most notable stalls is a, believe it or not, a kender uh, named Frostwind, who is known to sell intricate fishbone puppets. Uh, she designs and makes them into different animals and different sea serpents. There's also uh, the mayor's home. Uh, Raven Uth Vogler is the mayor currently, and everybody knows her and knows that she keeps the city running fairly smooth. There's also the village circle. Uh, that is where most of the homes are. They're clustered around a grassy patch near an ancient tree. Uh, around that tree is, is a dirt road that goes around it. That way all the different roads and stuff all lead to the village circle. There's the uh, west side house. Uh, it's slightly larger than the other homes. Uh, its owner speaks of it as being this very fancy country manor. There's the wharf where there's tons of local fishermen that are constantly down there catching fish, selling fish, you know, doing what people do on a wharf. And then, you know, there's Vogler's Crossing, which is the incomplete bridge that starts to go out into the river and then stops. And then there's a series of uh, ferries and pulleys that people use to get across the river. All right. Well, uh, we did your thing. Uh, Alari, where do you want to go? You wanna go? You, so you did my thing, and now you want to know where I want to go again? No, no. <laughs> I would like to know where uh, Dutch wants to go. Um, I'm ready to grab a bite to eat. I think that a fish pie sounds pretty good to me, so mm, wouldn't mind yes. going past the fish bowl. Let's. All right. Absolutely. Sounds good. You guys make your way through the, the town. You go past the mayor's home. You go past Village Circle, and you get to the fishbowl. Not a very large place. It's a little cramped, but it's very well kept. And you enter, and you see a elderly uh, human male that's standing there. And he greets you. Oh, new customers. How may I help you? Well, sir. I have heard that you serve the best fish pies in the area. I would really love to try one. Oh, very well. 
How rude of me. I forgot to introduce myself. Uh, my name is Althar, but please, only my father ever uses that name. Everybody else calls me uncle. Uncle, it is nice to meet you. I'm Dutch. It's nice to meet you. And he holds out his hand and gives you a firm handshake. And is that three baked fish pies then? And three oh. ales, please. Is that all for you, sir? <laughs> um, not to start, no. Uh, very well. I only have two hands. I need one for a spoon and then, you know. Uh, very well. I will be right back. And he heads back to the kitchen, comes out a few minutes later with a tray with three baked fish pies and three ales on it. Sets one down in front of each of you. Baked fish pie is great. The ale is not so great. <laughs> but he's not yeah, the great ale. The yes. yes. It's a step above water. One ale it is. Then. <laughs> so looking around the room, uh, is there anyone interesting looking is, you know, unusual to us? Okay. Uh, since you're looking around, there are uh, a couple of, Looks just like local fishermen have popped in just to get some fish pies. Uh, the only thing that really be of interest, it looks like there's a couple of what looks to be mercenaries of some type in a corner. They're the only other ones wearing armor and weapons. And they're eating some, you know, pies, drinking a few watery ales, pretty much kind of minding their own business. But they do look a little out of place. Most everybody else is getting ready for the festival. So most people are either working to set things up or are currently playing the, the part of a crier and trying to get people to head down to the wharf because today is the fishing contest. They were doing that before the funeral. The funeral is going to be part of the festivals. And then it caps off with the Battle of High Hill. Well, you all look a little out of place over there. Walk over to him, or are you just yelling from across the room? <laughs> I just yell across the room. Why not? Fair enough. Uh, the two gentlemen slowly turn. One of them looks over. You talking to me? Uh, and your friend. Hey, they both look, the three of you, up and down. <laughs> You're one to talk. Well, yeah, we're not from here. <laughs> so we are, yes, out of place. Is there a lot of work around here? Seems uh, not like the kind of place you'd see a couple individuals like yourself. We're part of the Ironclad Regiment. We're here for the Battle of High Hill. Oh, okay. What knowledge do I have about the Iron? Yeah, Regiment? I was going to ask the same thing. Do I have? I heard that name question. before. Awesome. Uh, what skill do you think would be the best to find out what you know about the? Probably history. History could work. History or ins not insight. I'd probably say history. <laughs> All right. Roll it. Okay. You want us both to roll it? <laughs> Unless you've got a different skill you think would be more in line with why your character would know it. I got a 16. Okay. Really with the way the skills are based? No. Yep. All right. Perfect. Uh, well, then, Hal, you've heard of the Ironclad Regiment. Uh, it's a mercenary group led by Captain Ridamir Ironsmile. Uh, most people just know him as Captain Cudgel. Captain Cudgel. Okay. Yep. Oh, so you're uh, 
you're part of uh, Captain Cudgel's crew, yes? He smiles, missing a couple teeth in the front. Uh, yeah, that's what we just said. And keep in mind, only one of them has spoken. The other one's just been dead quiet. I'm going to turn to Dutch and just kind of go, eh. So you're going to fight in the battle? Aren't you supposed to be on the hill getting ready? He looks at you, kind of turns his head to the side. You know it's not a real battle, right? Right. I know it's a reenactment. I, I hear about, what do they call it these days, LARPing? I've heard of it, yes. Yeah. Well, similar to that. Really not much we have to get ready for. I, I get see. to charge forward, swing a wooden sword, fall over, scream, ah, I'm dead. Ah, they're letting you use wood this year. What else would you use to reenact a battle? Oh, I heard a couple of years ago they were using blunted steel, but a couple more than a couple bones got broken. So that's great. It's yeah, good that's, stuff. that's not a good idea. Glad you thought of it. Yeah, it was my brainchild. Is so, that sarcasm? Uh, you're a quick one. Any winks <laughs> at you? <laughs> oh, I, I, Dutch, I really like this guy. This guy seems great. In fact, we could be really good friends, I bet. You know, he's right up your alley, it seems. No, no, that was sarcasm, what I was saying. Sarcasm only works if you don't have to explain it. So, if I have to tell you, Anyways, I see where the okay. brains is on your table. Can we go back to eating or is there more questions you want to ask us? Oh, I could ask you questions all day. If you let me. That He just turns around and goes back to eating and drinking. I look at the other guy who hasn't said anything. And I say to him, good talk. He just smiles and waves awkwardly and goes back to eating. I, I smile and wave back. All right. Well, hey, we've had food. <laughs> we've had a beer. Interesting talk. You know, <laughs> awkward flirtation. Hey. No, no, no. I what don't, else I don't, can we ask for today? I don't. I don't swing that way. I don't. You know. You know. Well. Anyways, I'll let you pick up who you want at the bar. So, I'm ready to go out and uh, take a walk around. Okay. Is there a uh, temple to carry Jolith in the area? Uh, there is not. Okay. I okay, guess so you got criers talking about. All the different activities for the festival. Um, one of them is talking about how you can win up to 50 silver pieces in the fishing contest. Uh, the other one talks about joining in the Battle of High Hill. For anybody that wants to join in the festivities, they can. If other I could punch that guy, that'd be great. So they said the fishing is today, though? Yes, it is on the wharf. I think I might go try my hand at the fishing. How about you guys? I'm not much of a fisherman, but I'll go along and watch. Yeah. Hey, don't know how much I am, but uh, I am either. But silver is silver, man. <laughs> yeah, they say it's starting soon. Going down that way. Okay, that they're making it sound like it at least from the criers. So follow the way. All right, you guys head down to the wharf. Uh, you can see there's a little table set up. You go up and register yourself. They give you a fishing pole and some bait. They tell you to line up on the wharf, and you notice. As you are setting up in your area, you hear people talking about whispers. Oh my gosh, the best fisher in the village is here. How are we ever going to beat the mayor? And as you say that, you turn around and you see Mayor Raven is walking down towards where you guys are at. She's got a fishing pole resting on her shoulders. Um, she takes her place 
as one of the competitors and beckons the other participants to line up along the docks. And she proclaims, it's time to find out who among the kingfisher fisher folk is the fisher king. The mayor so says this, and then she casts her line into the river. <laughs> yeah, trust me. I'm happy I got through it once. <laughs> can, uh, can, can I line up right next to her? Sure. Line All up right. wherever you'd like love, to. love to do that. All right. So the way the contest works, there are three rounds. Each round lasts 10 minutes. Uh, you're able to roll a survival check. And then based on what your role is, it tells you what you catch. Okay. Instead of doing that, can I try and distract her? Just a roll, just very terrible. <laughs> can I can I try and distract her? Sure. Possibly give her disadvantage on her role instead of actively participating. Yep. Just because I think it'd be fun. So you are being a obnoxious contestant and trying to distract the mayor. I think with that though, at the same time, you're probably not paying as much attention to yourself oh yeah no 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 no. i'm not i don't expect to catch anything i'm just trying to okay talk her up ask her make comments you know she knows her way around a pole uh pretty good tying knots Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yep could put me on you could put me on the hook you know Mm -hmm. that kind of thing all right so uh, i think you'll get disadvantage on your survival check as well so everybody roll your survival check that's uh you're gonna roll two rolls the first one is to see if you hook something the second one is to see if you actually bring the fish in okay wow natural 20 okay or 23 okay so go ahead and roll another survival check you i got a 15 okay 21 okay we'll get back to that in a second uh dutch you got a 15 Mm-hmm. Go ahead and roll another survival check. Uh, that's a 25. How, what did you get? All right. So with disadvantage, I rolled a 14 and a 15. So that becomes a 14 plus two, 16. Fair enough. All right. Roll your second one. All right. And that's an eight. All right. So Hal, you, you hook into a pretty solid fish and you're, you're fighting it and you're trying to bring it back in and it snaps your line. And ah. I mean, the crowd was getting excited for a moment. It um, broke. I hate it when that happens. Yes. He was getting excited for a moment. I was too. getting real <laughs> excited. Uh, Dutch, uh, after you know, a couple minutes of a fight with a pretty good size river eel, you managed to land a, a mature river eel, which is about a foot and a half long. So you, you got a pretty good, pretty good size fish there. Meanwhile, Ulrich over here, as soon as your pole bends, it bends more than in half. You're nervous that the pole's going to break. You fight it for the whole 10 minutes. Eventually, you, you see this enormous fish hit the top of the water, and you can see the gold colors of its scales reflecting off the sunlight. And You got a carp. <laughs> yes. As you're trying to pull this this fish in, you start getting it closer to the wharf, closer to the wharf, and you realize this fish is enormous. It is almost eight feet long. Other people come over and start helping you pull it in, and you hear one of the people listening go, oh, "That's Benabog, the line breaker. That's that's amazing. People have been trying to catch that fish for years." You've named this fish, <laughs> uh, of course. It's a that's. 
he's broken so many lines and escaped so many nets. Even if, he, if even just to see one is to see him is considered great luck, but nobody's ever actually caught him. Beginner's luck. Not sure what to say to that. Um, yeah, once you get it close enough to the wharf, a couple of fisher jump down there and they help you pick it up. Again, this is this fish is he is a grassed carp that is eight foot long. A huge fish. That's a monster. Yep. So that's not a fish. <laughs> wow. That's Do I win? One and a half feet. Oh, it's over. <laughs> I mean, so far you're way ahead. Is it? It's based on each round total. The total yeah. length of the fish caught. I didn't say I read the rules very well. So yeah. All right. So uh, next round, go ahead and roll again. Oh, here comes the terrible. Actually, no. Twenty total. Okay. Roll it again. No, twelve. Okay. We'll get back to that. Dutch, what did you get? I got a 12. Okay. Roll it again. Uh, 23. And what did Hal get this time? With disadvantage, I got a 17. All right. And what did you get to actually land the fish? I got an 11. I hate it when I can't finish. <laughs> you know, this time I've got it. Watch. Watch this. And I'll you, press you this time. <laughs> you got an 11 in the first roll, right? Uh, I got a 17 on oh, the first 17. roll, and I got an 11 on the second roll. Gotcha. There's a, a three-foot-long caress carp that gets right up to the wharf where you're at. You reach over to grab it, and being as inexperienced as you are, you let off the tension. The fish shakes its head, and the hook spits up and taps you in the forehead. Ouch. Okay, and then it does it count? Nope. You did not nope. bring him onto the dock. You oh. Missed, you missed it by one. I hate it when they're all slippery like that. Dutch, you land another nice mature river eel. And uh, Ulrich, you get, your luck is, is solid. You hooked into a, a greater caressed carp. You get him right near the, the surface. You see him splash up. He spits the hook out, takes off, heading down. So the last round. <laughs> Come on, Hal. You can do it. <laughs> this is this is it. This is the one. Third time's a charm. All right. Hell, what'd you get? I got a 14. All right. With disadvantage. That's been your second roll. All right. All right. Here we go. I got a natural one. <laughs> nice. 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 <laughs> we'll get back to that in a second. Actually, I like this idea. Um, next to you, you guys all you guys watch as Hal's trying to be his charming self with the mayor, and he doesn't pay attention to the fact that his bait is right there. He slips and falls in the water. So, anyways, watch the <laughs> sploosh. Alric, what did you roll? Thirteen. Thirteen. And your second roll? Sixteen. Sixteen. Uh, you hook into another nice fish, uh, and you pull in another. Or add another mature river eel, about a foot and a half long. All right, Dutch. Rolled an 18 plus the six for my survival, so we're at a 24. Okay. And for my second roll is a 16. All right. Since Benobog, the blind breaker, has already been caught, you managed to pull in a greater caressed carp, adding five feet to your total. So you're at Dutch ends up with eight feet of fish. Uh, Ulrich. Uh, nine and a half, and Hal has uh, wet boots. 
<laughs> and is currently being pulled out of the river by the mayor <laughs> and some of her friends as they are. So far, it sounds like he won. <laughs> doing the best. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hunting bigger game, boys. And uh, the mayor, is, she's very polite and her friends are pulling you out of the water. It happens to everybody every now and then. We all fall in. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You must be new. Uh, what gave me away? She's wringing out part of your cloak. Oh, just a hunch. I'm Hal. Oh, I am Mayor Raven. It is a pleasure to meet you. A pleasure to meet you. And he's going to take her hand and bow, I guess. I don't I don't know what the proper greeting would be for a... It's a mayor, not a king. Yeah, it's a fine mayor, very fine mayor. You uh, do your awkward introduction with the mayor. Uh, the mayor actually notices Ulrich's catch. That is amazing. For years, people have been trying to catch him. Beginner's luck. I didn't get anything second round, so. I would say luck mixed with skill. A strong arm is what it took to pull this boy in. She's patting this fish on the side. Definitely bigger fish than I've ever seen, so... My grandfather talked about a large fish he once caught, but we don't need to worry about that. And the mayor looks at Ulrich. I would like to present you with a prize for catching him. And she walks over and picks up the fishing pole that she was using. This is the finest fishing pole I have ever seen made. Since you caught the legend, I think this fishing pole should go to you. And she hands it to you. Don't think I should accept this. This is yours. You should keep it. It's impolite to not accept gifts from pretty ladies, Alaric. She smiles at you. He is correct. If I must. Thank you. As soon as you look at it, all along the fishing pole, there are very detailed carved symbols of the kingfishers all up and down the fishing pole. And if for any reason you ever had it appraised, it's worth... About uh, 50 steel. This is uh, much finer than most of my things. Use it well. I will. So now do we put the fish back? Is this catch and release? Well, and she's patting the the big fish. His time has passed for that. We've had him out of the water too long. But if I may, I would love if we could have one of our taxidermists prepare him to be uh, displayed on the wharf in proper fashion. Then my gift back to you. Very well. Smooth. Um, I assume I'm being stared at ridiculously at this point. Soon as the mayor steps away, a lot of the villagers walk up and they're patting you on the back. How was it fighting that legend and asking you all sorts of questions and drinks are getting put in your hand and people are inviting you. You should come over with us to the fishbowl where we'll have some pie and that's where we were before we came here. Maybe that's what did it, guys. It was the fish bowl's food. Come in here. Just tell Uncle I sent you. <laughs> we will. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> they do uh, announce that they will be having a couple more rounds of the fishing contest. And then at sundown, they will uh, announce, announce the winner. For now, Ulrich has the lead. Catching an eight-foot fish is pretty impressive. <laughs> Well, um, look at Dutch and Hal. Now what? Uh, other things to do. We could go to the market. We could. Uh, I hear that there's a that there's a Kender there. Frostwin. Interesting I don't know how little great of an idea fellow. That is. Oh, Kender aren't that bad. 
Um, uh, we could uh, go check out the. Uh, we could go secure lodging for the night before we do anything else. Town and might if you want to carry around the fishing already. pole all day, you know that's up to you. But I just assume we find lodging. I can stay at the tower. Ah, part of I see. being the squire. Sorry. Sure. No. 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 I can no. see if you guys can stay. Maybe. I'd have I mean, to make sure that there's room. Do you really want me to stay in there? Probably not. Thanks for your honesty. Did just meet you. You said it yourself a moment ago. I did. I did. But I feel like we've made some kind of, you know, connection, you know, with the whole possessed so person saying that we're supposed to hang out. Are we not? No, we, that what we're doing? we, we absolutely are. <laughs> Ulrich, you would know that since they, since Hal aided you in the mm-hmm. combat, that I'm sure we could let them. The knights would be almost duty bound to offer him lodging since they he did help and you know that you could probably include dutch as one of your companions and you just have to vouch that he's not going to become an issue dutch no i don't think dutch is going to become an issue that's <laughs> true <laughs> no, uh, we can we can go back and drop things off as dutch just said uh, i don't know if okay. i need to be walking around with this fishing pole um for is, everybody to stare at is the fishing pole collapsible though because if it is, then you can just put it in my bag. Sure. Nice. Because the GM has no idea what a fishing pole would actually be like back then. Yeah. I can tell you what Fair. a fishing pole is now, but I couldn't tell you what it would be like there. So, <laughs> oh, I mean, we can drop stuff off instead of lugging around everything. Yeah. We can check the market. We can go up by the hill and see what the battle's going to be like. I think that's supposed to be tomorrow. Isn't your friend going to be there also at the hill? Uh, the captain? The page said that Beckwin is up there. Beckwin was one of uh, Ispen's traveling companions. If you've never met oh. her, I have maybe not. now's the time to ask questions or have a story, if you will. I, I need know a cover she story? Did... No, she traveled with him. I she may one. be able to tell you a story or your own story. See, it's things like that. It's where the trust goes away. So we have it then. Great. We're doing great, guys. Yep. Touch any... Uh, yeah, let's uh, make our way up to the hill, see what we got going on up there, and uh, hopefully, you know, we'll, we'll catch up with the captain at that point. Maybe she'll have a little more insight on to these, uh, the paperwork and everything that we had found. You know. Okay. You guys hike the mile up to High Hill, <laughs> and there are tons of people moving different carts around they're setting up for the reenactment and the reenactment is the battle of high hill that happened centuries ago it was a clash between the istarians and the salamnic soldiers and the istarians were from istar and the salamic were the salamic soldiers in the area and the salamic soldiers drove off the istarian forces and every year at the king fisher festival they reenact the battle and you walk up and becklin is not hard to miss Uh, she's dressed in full plate armor Uh, she's normally would be wearing the horned helm of the knights of salamnia currently it is sitting on the horse that's near her Uh, she is a human female Looks like she is probably in her early 60s, is your best guess. But she is still in good shape. Looks as though she keeps her equipment 
in good shape. It looks shiny and battle ready. And As she all is, knights should. Yep. She is currently giving a lot of instructions to people and she is directing where people need to be on the hill. You talk, you hear her talk about, well, you know, the, she's pointing and you can see that they're setting up a spectator area on one side and you can see she's directing people to kind of rope off that area you know, marking kind of things as boundaries she uh does not strike me as someone who would enjoy my uh conversation you should probably not let me talk <laughs> that possible or we'll be best friends <laughs> fair you never know so uh, I'll let you guys take the lead on this one. And I'm going to wander off and figure out where the uh, the ironclad regiment is. Trying to line up against him. Oh, yeah. I'll go. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we will stay with uh, Dutch and Ulrich right now. You guys going to go up and approach? Yep. Back approach. Okay. Back one, unless Dutch says otherwise or he's not coming. Uh, she's. I'll let you make the introductions. As you get up close enough, she notices the symbol that Ulrich is wearing. She salutes. Salute back. Sir Backlund, my name is Squire Warwick Calborn. Squire to Elijah Belford. Not sure if you know me or not, but we did stop at the keep and drop some things off. Um, we were coming to pay her respects for Ispen. Uh, this is Dutch here. We met him on the road. He is actually here to pay his respects to Ispen as well. Afternoon, we're... Captain. I'm Dutch, a priest of Curie She looks a little puzzled at that and then looks back at Ulrich. It's a pleasure on to our way. meet you. Yeah. Thank Please you. refer to me as Captain Beckland. I use my official title for only Salamnic ceremonies. Here I am known as Captain Beckland. She was Captain. When we were on the road, we did find some of three other squires that were attacked, ambushed on the road. They did not make it. They had notes on them of villages being raided, Random attacks. I guess they were out trying to collect info, maybe, by the looks of it. The attackers were searching the cart, and I brought back what we could. It's at the keep of their info. But they were attacked by odd creatures. Scales as tall or bigger than me. Stood up on two feet. Um, I mean, when you've fought them, one of them literally, when he perished, turned into a pool of acid. One of them spewed some poison out. Luckily, nobody was truly affected, of our group at least, but... I don't know what these things are. I've never seen them. This is very Italian, scaly, the, the best description I can give you. I have not heard of these. This is disturbing. 
kind of what we thought. My, well, there's two other people here with us. Uh, Hal's over there. I point to where he's wandering around. He's over there kind of looking. I think he's wanting to participate in the reenactment tomorrow. And uh, Goran kind of had something he did and wandered off, um, but he is here. As fates would have it, we all knew Ispen in different contexts and randomly met in, well, we're all here as we should be. He was a great man. He touched many lives. I was honored to call him a friend. I will be honored to speak at his funeral. If you were his friend, I would ask that both of you and anybody else that wants to, to speak and tell a tale of how you met Ispin or something he may have taught you or how he impacted your life. Because it is our tales that keep us alive when our bodies do not. So please tell us a tale at his funeral tomorrow. And with that, she pauses and you can see she is trying to compose herself and she looks past you guys back up the hill. And after a moment, she takes a breath. I do thank you for your service in bringing this report to me. It is our duty. And I think it would be Ispen's wish that the two of you do help us by participating in the Battle of High Hill. Sure, I can make that happen. Dutch, it's up to you. Oh, I'll gladly participate and lend my aid as best I can. Very well. The Ironclad Regiment is prepared to help us with this as well. We met two of them. (laughs) Well, they are mercenary groups, so they may not be as disciplined as we are, but Captain Iron's smile. Cudgel and I have known each other for many years. He's a good and trusted friend. That's good to know. I am disturbed by the reports of these creatures. I am going to make sure I dispatch patrols to make sure that none of them interfere with the festivities. Hey, uh, one get away? One had gotten away and had headed opposite the direction of the uh, farms. So moved away from most of us. I'd be honest. I think that's the most info that we really have to at least be helpful. Any information is helpful. I am more disturbed by your description as I have never heard of such a creature. That was my first thought. I, I It was confusing, to say the least. I will consult the books I have at the keep and see if I can find any mention of such a creature. Yeah, we can always learn from the past. Maybe it will help us in this. Give us some insight on what these things are and what they want. And then we will know how to deal with them. I believe I've taken up enough of your time, Captain. I know you're busy here setting up. So you tell us where to report and when. And uh, we will be there to do our part. Uh, Tomorrow, meet at the wharf. 
that's where we will say goodbye to our friend. But for now, please enjoy the festivities as much as you can. We just tried our hand at fishing. Oh. And how did you fare? Well, Alaric won't uh, <laughs> toot his own horn on this, but he uh, actually caught the line breaker. Really? I oh. mean, I've never seen it, but that's what they say. Well, I am sure the mayor is very excited with this news. I will have to check in with her later. She actually pull out the rod that's there, collapsible, mm-hmm. and say she actually offered me this as a gift because of it. And she asked to keep the fish and have it taxidermied and so they could mount it. She looks at the fishing rod. This is exquisite. You should be proud. And it is fine to toot your own horn, I believe you said it. When I need to. How will people know your deeds if you do not tell us? I don't think catching a big fish is a deed that needs to be spread everywhere. She takes a deep breath. True. Now is not the time when legends are made. Those times seem to have passed us. We're on their way again. The tale of catching the big fish sounds like something we talk over dinner at the tavern about, not boasted about. I agree with you there. It was a pleasure meeting you. I must see to my duties now. I need to get Mm -hmm. these patrols going and... I will let Cudgel know and have his men keep an eye out for these creatures as well. Thank you. And again, we will see you tomorrow. And she salutes you, Ulrich. Bows kind of awkwardly to you, Dutch. I'll give her a little bow and tell her, may Kiri Duelith guide your path. Yours as well. And she turns on her heel and marches away. You see her calling other squires and pages over to her. And she is immediately dispatching them off to go do different things. We'll jump over to Hal. You went to go find the Ironclad Regiment? Yeah. Only a mile away. Oh, boy. Okay. The majority of their uh, camp is, is laid out. And you can see it as you get over there. It is very much a mercenary camp. They're that far away. I'm going to stand on the high hill and just kind of look at it. And then I'm going to look back at them. And then I'll walk back to them as okay. they're finishing up. Yeah, you can see from up there, it's very much your what you would think of as a mercenary camp. Several tents surrounding different fires. You mm-hmm. can hear some, you know, loud laughter and ruckus. Probably a circle where mercenaries are wrestling and doing what mercenaries do off to the side. Probably. Yeah, I don't need to go in there. I'll get beat up. <laughs> Lots of <laughs> testosterone and yeah, I don't need to go in there. there. As we're walking back, I kind of look at Dutch and go, I believe what you've done, but the things you're saying are true, but I just need you to understand that people are going to not believe us. And that's why I'm not waving my hands around and showing, you know, random yes. when the time is needed, then I will actively push until then. I assume you caught the the second guess look. Understand yeah. that, you know, for for the knights, Carrie Joleth is a big part. Right. I'm I'm a priest and my father was a priest and his father and his father's father was a priest and we 
take our title very seriously with my vision and embodiment that I saw. I will use the term cleric, but not until it is more widely accepted or widely known. At this point, I'm content with just being considered a priest. Just trying to support or back up in a sense that I, I know what you can do. We've seen it. But so many people claim to be things and charlatans out there that until that moment, as you said, it wouldn't surprise me to get people giving us funny looks when you say things like that. Charlatan, you guys talking about me? I know you're not. <laughs> Charlatan, that's not the word I would use. <laughs> so what did I miss? Uh, Do we have not a room? Much. We were... We were asked to speak at the memorial tomorrow for Ispen. Oh, great. As well as we were asked to participate, like you wanted to, in the reenactment battle. Oh, great. I got to find those two guys. I mean, the day's young. I'm sure we can accommodate the lodging with what you guys have done and you at helping, I would say, defend the squires, but it was more retribution than defending at that point. And hopefully we stop them from whatever they were trying to find. I don't know that answer, and I don't think any of us will. Sure. So I'm sure we can have lodging, but going to come with me backing you guys and saying nothing's going to happen. So let's try to not make anything happen in oh. there at least. Sure, yeah. You're going to do something, do it out in the town where it's not tied to us. Sure. <laughs> Why do you guys keep assuming I'm going to do something? Oh, I don't. I, I don't assume you're going to do anything. I appreciate that, Dutch. Thank you. That's right. You've already proven that you don't do anything. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> Ooh. Ah. Eesh. Shade. No, it's more just a, a lodging based for the knights and the squires that it's a courtesy being passed out and handed and just asking for the respect to be shown back. Of course. All right. Where do you guys want to head to next? Market. Let's see the merchants. Market. Why not? <laughs> All right. You guys make your way from High Hill, heading back through the gates, heading down towards the market. There's all sorts of different types of stalls. A lot of you know your standard kind of mundane equipment being sold there. Is there anything specific you're looking for? I have a question before I answer your question. Fire away. How? How? important and how stringent and to the letter do they do these reenactments like how important is this reenactment is it just like a lot of fun do they take it very seriously it's just a ceremony it's just so, a ceremony okay yeah i mean they do reenact the battle people do get bumps and bruises but there's usually not much more than that okay where would i find stink bombs well if you drank enough really bad ale could make okay. your own you could probably find this stuff in the market maybe a knowledge nature role to know what ingredients you might need and okay i don't know if you have any background or anything like that that would help you in the role if i can't just buy a stink bomb i'm not gonna try and make it because i'll end up blowing myself up or something yeah i rolled a two so there's not anything okay. in here that right. would really okay. do something like that probably for the best. are you saying you're looking for these things out loud no, no. Is there anything Dutch or Ulrich is looking for? No, nothing specific for me at this point. Okay. 
I mean, I guess we can always just look at the puppets. <laughs> um, about a hand mirror, like a mirror, like just a little hand mirror. Okay, sure. Whatever, whatever the cost is in the player's handbook, you can find one if you have that much so or uh, steel in your inventory. Well, I will look. All right. So Ulrich, you, you several kids uh, sitting around on the ground. Uh, there's a little booth, and you see a female Kender standing there and bright green vest on over the top of a bright orange shirt with these dark purple pants and these almost orange colored boots pulled all the way up to her knees, several pouches around her waist and on her vest. And she's currently running a puppet show for the children. And they are all excited as she is reenacting the legendary battle between Venabog the Linebreaker and Lawrick the Fisherman. Ah, already? Oh, it's word is spread. And you guys have spent, I mean, to walk up there and back, probably about mm. a few hours. And all the puppets are made out of little fish bones and other little pieces of material. Her little puppet of the representation of you is maybe three or four inches tall. And of course, the fish is like almost two feet long. <laughs> you know, she's telling the tale of the days it took for you to fight this fish and finally bring it in. And the kids are all, yay, thank you for the story. And they all start handing her random objects that they seem to have. No actual coins go to her. Like one kid hands her a stick. Another kid hands her a rock. Another kid seems to just hand her a piece of fabric. And she smiles and just takes a, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. As the kids clear out, she looks over, sees you guys standing there. Oh, customers. Hello, hello. I don't know you. Hi. She walks right up to you. I am Frostwind. And she holds her hand out, waiting for you to shake. I'll shake her hand. My name's Alaric Calborn. Uh, and she looks at her stuff. Alaric Aleborn? Alaric. That's him. Calborn. Oh, boy. Got it. Rick Calborn. It's a pleasure to meet you. Oh, I kind of like that. Can I call you Rick? At least my name won't get drugged to the mud. Okay. Or her. <laughs> you are all are new. And she looks over at you, Dutch, sticks her hand out. Hello, I am Frostwind. I'm Frostwind, and I take her hand in both of mine. Be blessed, child. She smiles. Okay, Grandpa. (laughs) (laughs) Turns and looks at Hal, holds her arm out. Hello, I am Frostwind. Hello, I'm Hal. Hi, Hal. You're staring at my pouches. Do you want to see what's in them? And she starts dumping out all these pouches at your feet. Oh, it's just showing you all of her things she's acquired. And it is an assortment of just random things. There's a marble that she tells you, you know, this, they tell me will help you see what's truly there. You just have to look through it. And she's looking through it. And it's one of those marbles that looks almost like it has a cat's eye in the middle. Then she sets it down and she's showing you, here's a fork. Do you know what's special about this fork? It can carry a tune. No, you can use it in either hand. Oh. She sets it down and she continues on this type of conversation. Uh, and anybody that's listening that doesn't know Dragonlance well, Kenders are naturally very curious uh, people. 
most of the time they aren't trusted because their hands wander and they don't understand the concept of personal property. And they are always willing to show whatever things that have acquired or fell into their pouches. She is showing you all sorts of stuff that's in there. How subtly could I cast detect magic? Uh, I'd say if you just roll a little stealth check, you'd probably be all right. She's not paying attention. Are you trying to make sure nobody else does? Because it is the market and there are people walking around. Yeah, I just I just don't want it to be flamboyant and showy. Okay. Yeah, make a stealth check. We'll see where we go from there. Let's see. Oh, yeah, that's going to be helpful. <laughs> okay, uh, 14. Oh, okay. I mean, nobody's really paying attention to you guys. You know, the children have all scattered and all the locals know her. Uh, so you cast your spell. She doesn't have anything magical on her. Mm-hmm. She talks that they are, but you don't see any magic glowing from anything. Right. Well, it's a 10-minute concentration, so I can just kind of look around as we're, you know, there. Okay. Nothing pops out at you? Mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, mm-hmm. as people move through and that... I just kind of uh, started to see the show, so I figured I would sit and at least watch the tale of me. Keep up the good work. Will do, Mr. Burncow. Pleasure to meet you. Shake her hand one more time. Say thank you. Now, Frostwin, I'm looking yeah. for a mirror. Okay. A hand mirror. Do you have one that you can sell to me? Nope. Okay. I, saw, have a... I have puppets. Do you want a puppet? Oh, sure. Okay. I'd love to have a puppet. What would you like a puppet of? I would like a puppet of... Hmm. How about my good friend... I saw your show. Can I have one of my, my friend Lauric here? Sure. She holds out the little puppet. I mean, it, it's pretty well made. I mean, it's made out of fish bones, and it looks as though she's got some skill with crafting that stuff. Okay. How much? She looks at you, kind of turns her head sideways. Well, we're trading. So what do you have ah, to yes. trade? Um, hmm. Well, what do I have in my bag? And Hal would know that Kender money is irrelevant to them in a way. Not irrelevant. They understand the concept. But if you have something that would be more interesting, you can always trade it with her. Okay. I have, how about... I mean, you could always just hand her a couple coins, too. Yeah, but I like those. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> How about this? I have a very nice... I pull out an extra pair of wool socks. Now, these... These are wool socks. The special thing about these socks is there's not a left and a right sock. What? They're both left and right socks. Both on my left foot? Then you right can. Foot. You can. I suggest putting one on each, though. But it doesn't matter which one. Ooh. Yeah. Deal. And, and deal. She says deal, but she's already grabbed him and put him, forcing him into one of her pouches, and she's already handed you the little puppet. I hold it up to Alaric. She actually did quite a, quite a good job. Look. Are you going to put on road shows as we go? <laughs> Just for you. <laughs> Is that you're going to be your theme in the battle? You're just going to have it doing this? It's <laughs> carrying out in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> As 
as that is wrapping up, Ulrich, you're watching all this and somebody bumps into you rather forcefully. Get out of the way. Kind of pushes you. We don't want your kind here. Can he push me? Fine. He's not <laughs> pushing you over, but pushing at you. Stand my ground. What do you mean you don't want us here? Points right at your night symbol. You're whatever brought the cataclysm on us. It's your fault. Yeah, that's what I keep hearing. But I don't think it's a true statement. <laughs> Everybody looks for somebody to blame. It's okay. Well said. We are still here to protect the lands. And it's funny how when something goes wrong, you guys still want us to help. Only because you force your way in. I feel like that would be the statement if we weren't here to help. Because of who we are, you wouldn't find that out because we would always help. He's standing there and you can tell he's kind of wobbling a little bit. Ah, my friend. Why don't you go back to probably, what is it, the, the fishbowl or maybe the brass crab? Why don't you head back there? I think your friends are missing you. Looks at you. You blinded by lies. As he's saying that, you see another man runs up and grabs him. No, uh, uh, come on. You've see, I had t- enough. I told you. I told you. Your friends were missing you. Thank you very much, kind sir. He's uh. And his friend is physically dragging him away. You can hear him cussing and swearing, cursing the knights. Every so often he spits at Ulrich. Doesn't actually hit you because he's being dragged away, but he is definitely not a fan of the knights. And there's a lot of them out there that aren't. That is correct. And you've run into another fan. I take it in stride with the... A calm composure unless as long as I can. So uh, I found out that a mirror is five gold pieces, and I'm also looking to pick up uh, some ball bearings. A bag of a thousand is one gold, so that's I marked off six steel pieces. All right. Fair enough. A lot of really tiny ball bearings. You now roll stealth at disadvantage. (laughs) No, no, no. That's that's like heavy armor stuff, man. <laughs> All right. Is there anything else you guys want to do this evening before it's bedtime, so to speak? No, if there's nothing else partaking, I, I don't really have anything specific. Perfect. Either of you two? No. I go back to the uh, keep and find a nice quiet corner to uh, say some prayers and meditate. As you guys get back to the keep they actually take you up through the, the main floor to the tower they take you up to the second floor where the quarters are for all the troops you see a room marked uh, squire Derrett highwater squire to uh, beckland uh, he has the main room you guys are given just standard guards rooms uh, the third floor you're told that is uh, beckland's room and you are told on the roof recently has been installed a tinker gnome's invention that he is going to be or has been testing he calls it simply his gnome flinger 
and he is looking for volunteers to help him test it in the next couple of days. Gnomes and Dragonlance are a little different. Uh, they are uh, inventors and creators, all have kind of a, we'll call it a life mission. One thing they're supposed to invent and make it work really well. They are not your, I wouldn't say they are not your typical gnomes you might see in other games where they're your magic users or anything. They're usually a little more eccentric. Uh, for the players, one thing that will be a good piece of uh, information and it will help me as well. Gnomes have incredibly long names. So whenever you ask a gnome what his name is, just go, please tell me the short version of your name. And that'll be usually a short version. Otherwise, I have to take a deep breath and just say a bunch of random words that don't make any sense. And then I'm supposed to continue that on for several minutes. So just ask for the short version. But Tinker Gnomes, uh, their inventions are usually pretty elaborate with the design. Uh, their function is usually pretty simple, but the chance of success is not always 100%. I think this is a good spot to stop tonight. Um, we're going to try to meet back up in a couple of weeks and do this again. Uh, hopefully we can get everybody back. Dave can come back in and play Gorin. We can find out what he's been doing off to the side. Oh, question. So it's the end of the night. Do we get to hear the results of the fishing tournament? Or oh, do we wait that, is, that is fair. I completely forgot. Yes, so uh, with that role, Ulrich did take first place. And believe it or not, Dutch was only a foot behind. So Dutch got second place. Uh, they, they deliver 50 steel pieces to you, as well as you get a bright blue fishing hat that has a few lures on it uh, for first place. Second place gets a smaller hat with some bright blue uh, fly fishing flies on it. Nice. Yeah, I have a little bit of money now. And I don't uh, feel bad about how I got it. Yeah. <laughs> and the next game, we will we will go through the funeral. You guys were asked to tell a little story about Ispen. So if you guys can think of something, it doesn't have to be a 30-minute monologue. It can be something kind of short. So each person can take a chance to just kind of talk about how they met Ispen. Kind of gives you guys a little more depth to your characters, and a little more backstory that we can work with. And it'll be a little fun. Thanks for joining me tonight. For everybody that's listening, you know, I'm on social media, uh, mostly on the RPG Academy's Discord. It's an awesome little group of people that uh, we chit-chat with quite a bit. Uh, if you want to be involved, just reach out to us and ask. Usually you can reach Michael at the RPG Academy at gmail.com and on all the social medias. If you want to be part of the Discord, just ask Michael. Uh, I can be found on Twitter at Berlu underscore Chris. I know the rest of you guys don't really do social media, but you guys are part of the Discord. So if you guys want to talk to us, jump in there. Um, and last thing we always say at the RPG Academy, so I don't get yelled at by Tom, just remember, here at the Academy, if you're having fun, you're doing, you're doing it, right. it right. Yeah, we got it. Nailed it. <laughs> Close enough. All right. <laughs> so now we hit through the awkward wave and say goodnight to everybody. Thanks for listening to the RPG Academy podcast. We do this show out of love for the hobby and the desire to be ambassadors, welcoming more people into this community. All of our website content will always be free to use and utilize, but there are expenses related to the show. And if you enjoy what we do here, then please consider supporting us in some way. You can do so as simply as rating or reviewing us on iTunes or your podcatcher of choice. 
If you're going to purchase anything through Amazon or DriveThruRPG, consider using our affiliate links first, and then we'll get a small percentage sent back to us. You can do a single direct donation through PayPal using the paypal.me slash the RPG Academy, or consider joining our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash the RPG Academy. And for a donation as low as $1 a month, you'll get access to lots of extra goodies, including bonus minisodes, invites to monthly one-shot games, one-sheet adventures, and more. Please consider following us on Twitter and Facebook, or join our Discord, where we like to try to keep the conversation going with our fans as best we can, and are always looking to talk and chat more. Or do none of that. Just continue to listen and enjoy our show. Because honestly, that's enough. Thanks. And remember, if you're having fun, you're doing it right. We'll see you next time. The music used for our intro and outro is Fly a Kite by Spectacular Sound Productions, used under the Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike License.